Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Yeah! Yahoo! <laughs> Did you see that? We're through the quarterfinals, baby. Oh, three, yeah, amazing. Three goals. Who would have thought? And all three of our guys were wide open in the box. Amazing. The defenders were morons. Hello. Yeah, really Man weak. Marcus. Surprising, surprisingly poor performance from the and Dutch by the and Dutch defense. The Greg Berhalter had Louis van Gaal's tactics for lunch. Jesus Ferreira, who would have thought? Greg Berhalter schooled Louis van Gaal on tactics. Jesus Ferreira with a hat trick. <laughs> you know, man, that was a great game. USA 3, Netherlands 1. We're going to play uh, Australia in the quarterfinals, baby. Amazing. Hell yeah. That's going to be a tough one. Real tough one. They're probably going to win that one. Wait a minute! 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 No, that's not what happened. Let me look at the. Let me look no, the no, score that's again. not what happened. Look at the wait score. Look at the score again. No, no, the U.S. Netherlands. Lost. The Netherlands. The Netherlands won. Three we were the one. morons. Wait, were we the morons? Well, I don't. I mean, according to the dudes at the bar, <laughs> it, bear. It's all Bearhalter's fault. Oh, sure. Like bear everything. Hunter. Like In everything. Their defense, though. I mean, he right. definitely he he definitely uh, gave gave his haters some openings today. Yes, he did. <laughs> so so the Netherlands defeated the United States three to one in the World Cup round of 16, 2022. The United States are as good as they've ever been, and they'll never get better. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Not true. Not true. You got to believe. believe. But but some, but they have... eliminated essentially. Uh, uh, Holland scored on three goals. They only had six shots on goal. They scored half of them because they're highly efficient. Yeah, and they scored three goals, and all three times there was a guy with all the time in the world and all the space he needed. He just did whatever he wanted. Okay, especially that third goal. He had the entire half of the field to himself. You see that? The third, yeah, the th- third goal was wild. And yeah. I'm like, where is anybody? <laughs> I mean, where is anybody? It's like, why does he have it's, that whole side of the field? That's the kind to of himself. Go- that's the kind of goal that you score when you're when you're playing a team that's desperate to come back. Yeah. Um, listen, uh, you know I am a man of nuance. <laughs> you know I like. You know I like to see. I don't like to think of things in black and white. I like to see the gray areas, and I think there's lots of. There's lots of gray areas in this game to be found, but yeah, for the casual viewer, I mean, I have, I had a, I have a, I, I had somebody, someone text me uh, who is a very casual. I mean, even c- calling her a casual soccer, she's a sports person, but not a, not a big soccer person, and she said it looked like the U.S. were p- beaten by a much better team, and I think. I think it, yeah, it, I think it did look like that. I think there's really yeah. no no way to no way to uh, 
I mean, that's that's what happened. When the and, Dutch and, touched, and we're gonna find I'm gonna find the gray of my sweater in in this game. But uh, but yeah, the headline is definitely this did not go well. This did not go well for the U.S. in any on, on any level. It went well for about ten minutes, and then it went well. Yeah, no, it was early on, and then uh, yeah, I mean that's that's obviously what we're gonna think about that parallel universe where where Pulisic scores the early chance, and and right. then then obviously it's a it could be a totally different story. I always think the 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 the, the for that front line was always going to be hard for the U.S. to defend, even even with an early lead. I'm not you know, but. Um, and the defenders were going to be hard for us to pass. But yeah, everything, everything went, went. Everything came up orange in this game. Right. I mean, they they got they they then got the goal, and then defended extremely defended extremely well, uh, and and had a you know then and obviously then the the second one right before halftime that's that's a gut punch, and then for the second half they're up two goals for almost all of it, and so they they can comfortably sit back and. This so, game, this game is a great game to study for coaches to be like. This is how you play a counterattack. This is how you play a high press slash counterattack hybrid team. Essentially, he was doing what Greg Berhalter spent three and a half years trying to do, and Louis Van Gaal just showed well, him exactly how it's done. Uh, okay, I mean, <laughs> maybe okay. What, 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 what about what about what about Holland's game plan today think... was flawed? No, they, they did they were no. Good to go. Listen, and that's and I think that's and, and, and I think a counter-attacking that's team. They played today the same way they played every day, and, and I think play that's this fair. I don't as well. I think I think I think that's also something to emphasize that this Dutch team played extremely well today, and there is still you know like I think on a good day this is still a better team than the U.S. team is, and they had a good they were they had a good day. I think you're right. I think. Uh, I think Greg Berhalter did a lot well in this World Cup. He did not get today right, and and he he was uh, probably outcoached, whatever that whatever that means exactly. But I think that's that's probably fair to say about this game. He was a victim of the Iron Tulip. <laughs> the Iron Tulip. Yeah, it's like it's. Uh, uh, I mean, I just feel I feel bad, you know, for for everyone, for the coach, the players. It's such. These games are such magnified um, occasions, right? Like where his the entire tenure, like you were saying, like even when you say something like that, something that Greg Burrell to tried for three to have years to do. I mean, I think, I think he did. You know, like yeah. Well, anyway, whatever. We'll we'll get to the nuance later. But yeah, I guess this is now all. It's all been in vain, right? For a lot. I mean, basically. Certainly, the people at the bar are like, "He sucks. Uh, he needs to go," and uh, and he he screwed it up. and And I just I feel bad that you know, like four years of work gets reduced to one to one game where you know things did not go well. Well, okay, I'll I'll be a little bit more reasonable. I thought Greg's tenure uh, was fine. I didn't think it was terrible. And I'm not a Greg Berhalter out guy, but this was. In my, but I hope this was his last game because I've had enough. Not not like I want him to be gone because he sucks. Just because there should be a one cycle per coach thing. Whenever we do multiple cycles, it's always yeah. a waste of time. I mean, that's that is that is true. That is a thing statistically. 
and and not just for nice. the U.S. for many for many countries. It seems right. like uh, there's a few um, exceptions. Didier Deschamps seems to be doing good in his second term, and Joachim Löw did well in his multiple terms, except for his last. Except one, uh, one they third. definitely kept yeah. him two years too late, too right. too long for sure. At least, at least. it's yeah. hard to you know obviously when you have a World Cup winning coach, it's hard to you know it's hard to it's they, if they don't want to leave, it's hard to let them go. So it's yeah that that is true. I mean. Then the question is, who are you gonna who are you gonna get? You know, who's who's next? Who are the who, who are call? the who are you gonna call? What's that? Who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna call? I mean, it's like you know, when when obviously there was a lot of outcry when Greg Berhalter got hired. It's, oh, it's nepotism. His brother right. is a high ranking, blah blah blah. And but who were the who were the alternatives? People were like, oh, Tata Martino didn't right. get an interview. Like, ask Mexico about how they yeah. feel, how they feel about He's how Tata Martino? How Tata Martino did for them? Yeah. So worst coach in Mexican history is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. The uh, new right. A lot. A lot of nuance. It's the worst human being to ever set foot in the country. Yeah, I think he's not allowed anymore. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I guess that's what's nice. That's what's nice if you get somebody from a different somebody from a different country. They have somewhere else to go to for. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. Like Where's gonna Greg gonna out, go? Where's Greg gonna hang out in Argentina? Greg has nowhere to. Greg has, Greg's going has, back to Columbus. Oh, he can't. He just signed Wilfred Nancy. Never go to Montreal. Well, oh, is that what happened? Oh yeah. Will, what's his name? Wilfred Nancy. He's Montreal. going to Columbus. Is, I hadn't heard yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. That's I big keep news. my eye on the MLS. I keep. I am. There's big I'm, MLS news that's happening, and they're hiding. I was. I missed a lot of it. I I saw Garth Lagerway is now the GM in Atlanta. I didn't. I did. I missed that LA, completely uh, until the he. Big LA, the big LA Galaxy. Oh, the Galaxy. I saw that. The Galaxy are getting are getting fined. Uh, fined. Uh, I don't know if my. And... I don't know if my Twitter feed does not work as well under under Elon. Under Elon Musk, I'm missing out on I'm yeah. missing out on important on important news items. You know, I'm also a little distracted. Expansion, draft. yeah, it's other stuff. We don't talk about any of that now. We'll have it later. You know, no, we're scrolling about I, we're talking about this USA, game. Netherlands. So the game itself. Let's just talk the game itself. Let's let's do small yeah. picture, big picture. Sounds small good. Sounds good. Please, we came out swinging, and if we weren't going to score a goal, they were going to punish us, and it was so efficient. And they punished us each and every single time. Uh, I think I think we had the same yeah. amount of shots on goal, but it was three to one. So we missed yeah, I five. Think they got three. I would say that the headline the headline for that is just there is there is a, and I have one I have one bigger takeaway that I can I don't know when 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 the good time when the good time to go into that is. Well, but the silver lining is if you told me like ten years ago we would play the Dutch in around a six team and we would dominate the possession and yeah. control the game and they would have to counter us, I'd call you crazy. I think exactly. Like, I think that is really um the US went toe to toe with two, you know, the England game and the right? and this game. I I don't think um I mean I'm also you you know this better than I do. I can't say that I've followed them that closely. But I think you know, there's not a lot of times when, like, yeah, like when they really were going at it like that. You know, like right. it's when they in the past, it's more, you know, and they've had good results. It's not like they've never succeeded against against uh, against bigger teams or have looked good. But it was always sort of from a from a, a perspective of absolute underdog, sort of hanging on for dear life. You know, you need like Tim Howard to make. 
87 saves right. or whatever against Belgium right. to be in the game, or right. or you're going to get some kind of an incredible uh, defense performance. And this is a team, and I think that is a silver lining. This is this is a team that can play. Like there is not that big. The the gap has narrowed. However, as you see on these goals, there still is a gap in quality when you look right. at these you know at these these deliveries and the the, the efficiency, the way that. And Holland has not had a game like this in the group stage either. Like this was, you know, this went so well for them. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, but it was they, clinical. Clinical. Uh, they, they did twice as much with half as much, you know. So they, 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 they had they had much less opportunities. But when they had those opportunities, they capitalized on them like a sniper. They were very efficient. Uh, and it was like, it was just, it, it looked like the quality of the players just better. They just knew how to pass yeah, to each other I mean, better. They, they knew how to finish better. They were a little more confident. Uh, they, they they didn't care that they didn't really have the ball. Where where the U.S. had the ball, went at them. But again, you know, as far as the attacking third goes, we just keep miscommunicating. Our and fail to just fail to capitalize. I mean, it was cl- yeah. it was close. That Pulisic chance was. He's going oh, yeah, he he's gonna, to he's going to think about yeah. that for for a long time. I mean, that was just an open. And you know, it's not like he missed. He completely whiffed it. He he had a pretty good finish. The goal. He just got the shin on it. And of course, yeah. What, and the one what, goal what we if, did score was it, the one goal we did score was not a goal. Yeah, he didn't know like, anything about that. That was, was like, just a, that was a fluky, fluky game. Yeah. yeah, this game was over by halftime. Uh, when 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 the Holland got that goal, right the second goal, it was a right? It was like that's that. You I know, would maybe, say that maybe if you scored early, but but we came out being like, no, nah, the Dutch are controlling this entire half. Like, uh, it's their game. Yeah, I mean, true. The first, I mean, I would say the 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 goal sort of became it was it was deteriorating. Obviously, it was a deteri- deteriorating defensive performance. I think the first goal, they're on the counter, people are scrambling to go back. The guy picks up a great ball in, and it's a great finish. And it's like that is hard to defend. You're in transition. Well, Serginho Des caught ball watching. It was. It was off. The first goal was off the throw-in. It wasn't off. It was off the throw. No, the first one was a was the counter. No, I think they lost the ball and then countered back. Maybe I'm thinking pretty the quickly. Goal. The second goal. The yeah. second goal is what you're thinking of. The second goal the... was yeah. It was off of a throw-in, in a pretty set defense, and and Des just gets beaten and kind of right. is late to is late to react. But that um, first goal. Why is Memphis Depay wide? Open well, like I'm, like I said, spot. I think that's difficult. It's difficult. They're they're everybody scrambling back. It's very hard. Like you're running towards the go towards your own goal. Like that's that's difficult to pick everybody up perfectly in that kind of a transition moment. And the guy played a perfect pass. So, right. and he was in that sort of Frank Lampard spot, the trailing run, which is so that is very very hard to defend. Like I, you know, I mean, good on Holland. Sometimes you just tip your tip your hat, and and you know you can probably ask some questions in the build up. There was some, and, you know, the giveaway. But the blah, bigger blah, blah. questions were in the second goal. The second goal is the second goal is Dest, the and US, the third goal and the third goal is everybody. Whole, the whole <laughs> well, the second goal the second goal is also a lot of everybody. There was only fifteen seconds left in the half, and they were switched off. Like, like Holland really the ones yeah. playing for. They got their thing with the throw in. And they kicked it, and he scored, and all the U.S. players were statues, just looking around. Yeah, I think it was a combination. It was a combination of um, 
of quality, really quality passing from the Dutch and a little bit of, yeah, they were not up. The defense was not uh, focused in the same way that they have been. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. If it's if it's just, you know, a little fatigue. The Iran game probably took a lot out of them mentally. The Dutch had a much easier third game. I don't know if that's a that's a factor. There was just, you know, the team looked a little like they just looked a little spent overall to me. Um but I, anyway, yeah, I don't yeah. try to think if I like, I don't know if I saw a lot of that. Guess. Guess what you're saying. But like there was I was listening to another review about it and pretty much their high press game was also very much on point. Uh, uh, two of their uh, uh, their forwards always ran out to cover their yeah. the defensive wingers, which forced Matt Turner to go long, and it worked every time. Right. And every time it went long, the Dutch got the ball, and they got the ball. So the Dutch, yeah. like I said, the Dutch were very much in control. They, very, they yeah, no, it was the really doing, good. And they, had, they had an answer for everything. Yeah, very and good it, performance. Very good yeah. performance from them, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to... Nothing to take away. And then the, yeah, and then the, the two to one Haji Wright just sort of kind of drops off He's his heel. Before said. that, before that, he had a huge chance on the, on the Dutch, right. the Dutch miscue and just takes a, takes a, an unfortunate first touch. Yeah, a lot of unfortunate first touches and miscommunicates. And like, we got the goal. And for a few minutes, it's like, are we going to get an equalizer? It's like, nah. And the third goal, wide open. I was just like, there's no... We didn't yeah, I mean, that was... That's open. just... Everybody no is just... Nobody's up. looking. And the guy... Um, no scally. No scally, no no rally. No scally. I mean, uh, yeah, Robinson, just nobody's looking. The guy's kind of like... it's He's almost sort of tiptoeing tiptoeing into the box he's like i'm really open i'm not gonna i'm not gonna scream i'm not gonna scream but i'm really really open i'm coming a little closer i'm still really really open it's like guys i have i haven't had this much space since I'm I'm like, the country. i am extremely yeah. open it's like i'm very mario i haven't been this open this entire world cup and i won't be this open for the next i will never cup, be this either. open again yeah. and so i'm not gonna yell because I don't want to draw it, to, but and so finally they find him and he scores and yeah, that's just and there you go, there that's you go. Just, that's just sad and that then that was that was the 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 end of the that's where the fans fertig, fertig ist es or the Dutch would say I'm just assuming fertig ist es or something oh like that. My God. <laughs> <laughs> How would you say it? Fertig ist es. <laughs> you want me to do a, a do, Dutch? Do a Dutch. Yeah. <sighs> There's a uh, usually yeah. in there when I. Yeah. My God, what are we doing? This is terrible. During the press conference, someone asked Louis van Hal some question. I forgot what it was. Oh, it was the typical "Hey, is the third game rigged?" question or something like that. And he just goes, he goes, "Unsin." Unsin. Yeah, which is which is exactly the same word in German. It just says it in his Dutch, yeah, and then the translator goes nonsense or something. Nonsense. Like I'm just yep. like I understand that. He's like unsin, unsin. Yeah, hundred percent. Which means it does not make sense. Nonsense. Nonsense. Uh, okay, so so there's not much talk about this game. So I got you know, hey, is this Ferreira poop? MLS. Well, does not actually, cover in pride. there is there are things to talk about. The people so in the bar. Yeah, okay, the people in the bar. Giorena, here here are the here are the, 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 the truths of the bar clientele. Bearhalter sucks. 
Giorena is the best player. This is it's a funny thing about US men's national team fans that the best player on the team is always somebody who's not currently playing. Yeah, <laughs> because, like, because we want to believe. You want to believe. Hope springs, hope springs eternal. So it's like Gio Reyna is the greatest player yeah. on the Gio team. Reyna would have scored Play five goals the greatest five player. Yeah. And then you know he comes, he, he comes off the bench and he did well. No, no knock on, no knock on him. He played, he no. played well, but didn't you know also didn't make a difference. Also had some had a had a very sort of sad looking shank. Where he then hit his head on the on the turf, and that just kind of yeah. that just kind of summed it up, right? Yeah. So, do you know what the what's it called? The glass ceiling prophecy or some crap? What? It's a term. It's a term used for when people only get opportunities when things are failing. It's it's like people of oh. color and like women only get opportunities. Like at big companies, when things are bad. When things so, are failing, that's sort of a last ditch effort. There's a term for that. It's called glass ceiling. Something or other. So, do Arena like Johnny Infantino is a is a black woman? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm saying, uh, no, no, Johnny Infantino is the blackest woman I know. <laughs> he's he's everybody. He's not he's, true. All he's of the us. white. He's actually the whitest man I've ever met in my life. He's but the he's the yeah. He's Mister White. He's Mister White. He's just it's like, like is there like some it's it, is it right. in the in the in the contract or what is the rule that says they have to show him for five seconds every game? I could go. I could watch the. I could watch the entire. I don't need to know that he's there. I don't need to look at him. It's totally fine. I don't need Roberto Carlos or something. Don't need a. Yeah, happily watching Roberto Carlos or Valderrama or or anybody. It's all good. I don't don't need if I go through the entire tournament without seeing Infantino. Totally fine. Not a problem. You're gonna see him a lot. You're gonna see him a lot. Uh, uh, But I'm saying that's the Giorena thing. Like he is good, but like. What, his only minutes are when we're down two goals. And he has to be really, really good. Yeah, as I opposed think... to a bit good from the beginning of the game when it was still scoreless. That's we got... he's he's the glass ceiling prophecy guy on our team. Um, yeah, exactly. They have to find more. They have clearly have to find more. They always show legends or whoever. And I'm wondering why don't they show U.S. legends in the stadium? Where's Mike Windishman? Because they're all the US team. Why don't they show to him and be like, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Windishman? The, the, three, the, three, the three US legends are all in the Fox studio doing pregame. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to cut anybody, to Jay Demerit in the, in, the, in the crowd. Anybody who qualifies as a legend is very highly highly sought after for pre and post game <laughs> coverage. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say there's plenty of legends, non legends. Anyway, non legends. Yeah, now one thing one thing we haven't one thing we haven't talked about the thing that that Greg Berhalter is going to get roasted for more than anything is uh starting Jesus Ferreira right which immediately the first time you saw him standing next to Virgil van Dijk it became became completely obvious that that was not going to yeah, be he, it I, I saw I saw Jesus Ferreira's lips he's like this isn't Matt Hedges <laughs> I was just like no I was like I of mean, course not Jesus it's kind that was that was and this is why i was saying he gave you know i'm pro as you know i'm pro pro burhalter i think he's done it he's done a good job he's really leveled up this considering where they were i mean you know like that under bruce arena the last couple games i mean they've come a long way in this time this is not to be discounted even though today didn't go well anyway so i'm 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 pro burhalter i'm on record for i'm not don't get paid by by MLS, I'm not a 
not a booster or whatever. Anyway, so, but that was a head-scratcher. Bringing in Ferreira, who has not played a minute in this entire tournament. And I think whatever you think... He hasn't played competitive minutes. Hasn't, been, hasn't, hasn't played a minute since how long? I mean, it was last... FC Dallas missed the playoffs, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. They... Oh. Uh, or, or, or no, early, they were, no, no, early. they were in the playoffs, but not for long. So let's say early October. Yeah, it's been two a months while. ago. It's yeah. two months ago. Um, yeah. So that was that was a head scratcher. I mean, well, however you feel about the guy, uh, I thought going into this tournament that he definitely would see some minutes, and he, I thought he was higher on the. But today was was, and I guess this this speaks to maybe how how Berlta had a little bit of a um a little bit of a different idea on how this was going to go you know cuz cuz certainly Ferreira is not the guy that you lob it into in the box um right. like he's not that player but he looked he looked from the beginning just even physically overmatched and then as the half went on he just came deeper and deeper he seemed to be really wanting to run away from the, uh, from the, from from I guess Van Dyke specifically, but the Dutch the Dutch defenders in general, and uh, yeah, and he then came. He was he was really not. He, great. he he hardly completed a pass. Right. It was that was that's that was and every pass um, every pass he screwed up. I'm like Giorena would have nailed that. Why isn't Giorena? <laughs> but then also a little surprising that Giorena then comes in. I mean, obviously, I thought I thought the halftime sub would be Haji Wright for Ferreira, but then that's not what happened. We had Giorena coming in, which that's hey, that's fine. Right. But but he yeah. but he played the nine then for a few minutes until Haji Wright came in. He was he was sort of the center forward. That's well. The thing is, this he, Greg was hard headed, and when he was asked at the press conference if he's thinking about because the big thing on everyone's mind is like we don't have a number nine, we have a bunch of wingers. So let's play a false nine. And Greg never wanted to do that, ever. And then asked yeah. about today, he's like, no, I, I'm only considering my three nines for my nine. That's where Jesus Ferrer comes in. And finally, for the second act, he finally caves in, finally plays a false nine. But I'm like, we should have been doing that months ago. We should have been doing that against friendlies. We should have been preparing the false nine. Like like going into the World Cup, you know you're going to play a holla. And you, know, you have never, you have never done that before. Yeah. So you should have practiced all that ahead of time. You know what I mean? So... That's on I Greg. Think, that's I think on that's Greg. that's a question mark. I mean, I you know how I feel about the nine thing. I think you got it. Even I'm I don't find that usually very successful. The fo- I think you have to empower. You have to empower your strikers. But I you think you got it. it. And it was the, the same. It was the same as same with Germany. I think you pick somebody and then he's your guy. And I guess you know Josh Sargent it was, it was great. Worked great for Germany and us. Look at us grow with our goal scorers. No, exactly. I'm, that's what. I, that's exact. Yeah. That's exactly it. I think you have to. Even if somebody is not that good, you have to just you 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 empower them and give them your trust, and that will that will help. You know. And I think, I mean, that's the question. Of course, the Josh Sar. You know, if Josh Sargent is fit, he's going to start this game. And he, there is also a world out there where he where he's not hurt, and he. Uh, you know, there's an alternate timeline where he starts he and not anything different. I don't know. He did. He did. He was. He did the best of the people available. So yeah, that's scoring goals. Well, and also, um, uh, anyway. So 
I think, but then, yeah, then sort of mixing it up like this is not the move. I think I would have started Haji Ride, and then you just got to kind of stick with him. Tom is saying, to be honest, Beralta Laxa. Hello, Tom, by the way. Nice to see you on Good this Saturday. To be honest, Berhalter lacks a bit of flexible, flexible critical thinking tactically. Where should have played center forward with Pulisic and Reina on the right? Jesus, 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 Ferreira was misused and should have been played as a false sign. I think. And then he says, "I feel bad for Jesus." I feel bad for. for I don't for, know if that's for Jesus Jesus. Christ or Lord and Savior. <laughs> I think he's probably Jesus talking Ferreira. about Jesus Ferreira. Could also be Gabriel Jesus, who is who is who is missing the. We're going to miss the rest of his World Cup because he's injured. But no, I think we're talking about Jesus Ferreira. It's context clues here, Stefan. Okay. I'm not and gonna... uh... <laughs> I always think Jesus. I always think Jesus. Always think presence, Jesus. Always think... Um, Look at you, big guy. And uh, uh, anyway, this is. <laughs> yeah, he meets Ferreira. I confirm. And. Uh, I would have rather played Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, it's, it's hard for anyone. I think it's it, it. He hasn't played in a long time. You know, you you go through a World Cup and the teams that, that succeed, they find their way. You know, like I'm they just, find who their guys are. They find the lineup. They find that they come together more as you you kind of learn things about teams during this tournament you like kind right. of don't know you don't know who are the guys who is the spine who are the who are the and then you find out like the 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 way the dutch found out about depay didn't start the early games and and gas you know uh um cody gaspro was the guy and then and now and now they're what is his name you said Gas Pro. Gas, gas Pro. Pro. Oh, that's the Gas, gas that's Pro is the place company. from the Gas <laughs> Gas Plum. Gas Plum is, is Gas Plum is the is Russian oligarch oligarch yeah. oligarch Corey company. Gakpo. What is his What is his name? Gakpo or Gakpo. Gakpo. I'm or I'm very sorry. He won't mind. He's having a great day. Yeah. Um, Gaspar so, uh, uh, so the Dutch, you know, the, they're finding their front two, they're figuring it out, and it's coming together, and and um, and that's not I'm that still... didn't happen here. You you're running out Ferreira. He's 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 not doing it, and then we're we're throwing things throwing things at the wall, and there we just ran out of wall, ran out of wall to wall to throw things at. Yeah, I mean. A, I'm chuckling because I'm still thinking of Jesus Christ in his robes as our number nine. Up top, <laughs> with full robes. When the goalkeeper catches it, he's like, well done, my son. He crosses him, and he makes the goalkeeper feel bad. I think it would have been great with Jesus Christ Christ up front. Honestly. <laughs> so, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe talk about dual nationals. Between the two, between the American, two Jesuses. Heaven, right? he's, Jesus Christ is half an American, right? He's half from heaven and half American. He's so a dual national. Could, yeah, I don't think I think he could. Uh, he's been playing him. for heaven, but he could file. Yeah. He could file a one. I think he's still eligible for the one-time switch. We could see yeah. for for twenty twenty six. Yeah. If, also, um, I mean, the FIFA to file a one-time switch, but FIFA and heaven aren't getting along right now because FIFA stole all their money. So. Oh yeah, they have more money than God now. It's I think it's yeah. official. They just yeah. just passed. They just wow. passed. Wow! All right, well, here we, we go. Really, uh, so I just love the Hazel. The Ferreira. bits just coming, play. keep coming. He didn't play for two months, and Greg Barrett was like, "Go get Holland, do it, Hazus, get yeah, it. Go at Virgil Van Dyke. You can outscore." Not that putting guy. him. Not putting. Yeah. I mean, literally, 
Jesus Ferreira standing next to Virgil van Dijk was probably the saddest thing I've seen on in this from the American team in this in this World Cup where it's just like yeah that's not going to be it. Especially after especially falling behind, you know, against a set against a set uh, Dutch defense. I was like he's that's that's not it. And you know, um, and I, you, know you could sit there essentially my thing is like if you don't have a number 9, you play Reina uh, 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 Polisic and Wea or Raynan, Polisic and Aronson or one of the middle and, and, and you work them as a flex front three where depending, sometimes they float around. Like they're not keeping flex. Maybe Wea's in the box and Reyna and Polisic out of the box. Maybe Polisic's in the box and Wea and Reyna out of the box. You know, let them rotate. It confuses the defense. It puts an attacking person in the box. Like like a like a constant like rotation up top. That would be that would be if Stefan was coach. I'd work on mm. that. Quite a lot of practice. Who's to say it will be any more effective? You know, but but that would just be my pipe dream thing. Uh, you know, and then Holland one three one. Do you have anything you want to talk about the game specifically? Do you want to talk about some bigger questions? I got some questions for you. If you like. Uh, I yeah, let's. I think that's it. I think we're. I think we've 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 covered it. I think yeah. I mean, and Tom, yeah, chime in. Anyone's on the chat, Tom, chime in. So Van, it says Van Hal scouted us really well, which is surprising because he didn't know anything about us or who the coach was during the press conference. Maybe that was a little bit of an act, maybe, I or maybe they so. didn't, and it's just how they play. So. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. Um, I anyway, think so. I would say one more. I would say one more thing in my, uh, you know, to to forever be labeled the the the. I want to if this is in fact his last game, I want to cement my legacy as the Burhalter apologist by. Uh, <laughs> By saying I even in this even in this poor, uh, yeah, again things didn't go well, but I felt like even in that I, I I was impressed with how they stayed true to what they were trying to do. They did not start lobbing balls in the box that wasn't going to succeed. Like they they this is a way I would still think of them today. He lost. To Ben Hall, I think Thomas Wright, you you said it. We all agree they, he was outcoached, but this is a well-coached team. Like I don't think anybody can say um, can say that they are not. You know, and I think if you look at it from a foreign perspective, people have been very complimentary about how this team is set up. I think Yunus Musa had another fantastic performance, even though he looked a little spent for sure, um, but was great again. I think the 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 Midfielders were. This is a this is a well coached team. They did not go for the desperation heaves and and uh, I yeah credit, credit to that. Thomas saying Thomas saying bright again. bright side. We made it out of the group and get got to see our future plays for twenty twenty six playing a knockout round. Yeah, it's true. So let's talk about it? let's talk about the future. I big questions. Okay, I have uh, the number one thing. If I do, you want to go first? Should I go first? Uh. All I want to say is cleanly, no one will defy the iron tulip. I just want to say that. I love saying <laughs> iron Paul. tulip over there. Uh, yeah, is, go for it. I got some questions. You old, go for it. I think questions and we'll go. For it. I, I have the number one the number one problem that this team has, I'm gonna tell you right now. Set pieces? What? No, set pieces were not, set pieces, set pieces were not great, but it's part. Yeah, set pieces are part of what I'm about to say. I think I, I could name I could name three of the number one problems if you want. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, I'm listen. 
there's, there's lots of room for improvement. The one thing, and I think this is the biggest issue, I think, facing this team going forward and whoever the coach is going to be, I think the biggest issue is that that Christian Pulisic is not as good as he thinks he is. And that's okay. not to say that he's not good. And that's not to say he's going to be an important player for this team, but he's not the guy. I think he thinks of himself, and I think, you know, everybody thinks of him as on that sort of top tier God level of, or or close to it, or sort of on his way there of, of this like top tier level of the, maybe not Messi Ronaldo, but least like, you know, Eden Hazard in his, in his, in his heyday, or, you know, whoever you want to, whoever you want to name on, on, on current teams, you know, I guess Mbappe again is, is, is a little, is a little too far, but like, a Didier, whatever, whoever you want to think of, like a top, a top, top player, and that player. was and that was his trajectory when he got the the big money move from Dortmund to to Chelsea, um, and the reality is, yeah, Thomas Thomas saying what I'm about to say, he's a good player, he's a good player, but not world class. He's not on that tier, and he he plays like he's on that tier. He wants to be the guy. Everything's going through him. I think he puts a lot of pressure. You know, there's commercials about all the pressure that he's facing and how that makes diamonds. It hasn't made a diamond in this tournament. He had chances. He had a chance today. His passing is okay. It's not, again, it's not like, it's not a binary thing. It's not to say like, oh, he's terrible. He should never play again. He's going to be an important, important player for the team, but he he cannot be... He, he overdribbles. He dribbles into. He dribbles into traffic. He had like there was one. There was a one ba- ball that he played. Was it to right, where he just waited a little too long. Where the where the um, the goalie came out and saved it, and he was just hesitating that little extra second. And if he plays it, if he plays it sooner, he's 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 not a pass first guy. He's like a uh, uh, his 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 first thought is always like how do I what do I do how can I how can I do this he doesn't really fully trust his teammates right and he isn't he hasn't been that good if you are if you want to be that guy then you have to be that good you have to make more it's not like you have to you know nobody makes nobody scores on every attempt not Messi not Ronaldo not Mbappe but he needs to he has his deliveries have been not as good his passing hasn't been as good and he's still he's a he's an important He's an important piece, but he's not the guy. He has to be one right. of the guys. There's other people. I think Tim Weah was uh, as good or better in this tournament. Gio Reyna clearly in the future is going to have a bigger role. There's other there's other players, and I think that's the biggest challenge for whoever the coach is is to for him. And I guess he has this problem too in his club career. Like he's not playing much at Chelsea, so that's he is he's at a at this at this inflection point in his career where he has not quite lived up to and i think that's that's a reality for every player you're always going to be judged based on expectations not in a not objectively you know like he is probably the best player on the team still but he is not he's not on the level that he was kind of uh uh that that everybody hoped he would be at or that he probably himself thinks uh thinks of himself as so that's the problem he was better four years ago during qualifying. At least it looked like it. I think it's because there was not a lot of pressure on him. He was young yeah. and hungrier, maybe. And he ran through when he had other guys. And they need to um, – you're right. They need to – I think early in the tournament we saw him be more balanced, and it was great. 
that's what we need to see. Yeah. And then, yeah, when it leans too hard on him, yeah, that's where it's like, ah, he's not Leo Messi. So, but but I think um, this is not it. This is not it. It's not how the team is set up. I think I think it's partly, um, it's um, it's partly uh, an issue of of him. You know, being people just being deferential to him. He's you know he's yeah. got that label, the Captain America thing, and and he 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 puts it on himself. He wants the pressure, and he hasn't. I mean. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he he hasn't quite lived up to that top level billing. Tom is saying, to be fair, due to injuries, the starting eleven just hasn't had enough time together, and I lay that at Burhalter's feet because he continued to play favorites. I mean, I think the pool is that's the other. Anyway, you 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 can well, get a word you can get a word in too. I'm sorry, I've been going off. I'm not you go. Well, I, I'm a little over. The, so with Tom saying, yeah, yeah, he would play like you know. It also comes to the whole. It's another thing. I definitely agree with you on Pulisic. I remember back when he was young and 17 and freaking the best player in the world. And he really was. He was like our only player playing well for the qualifier. And I, he got a little old. A lot of pressure got on his shoulders. And he's just playing with the world on his shoulders, and you can kind of see it. Yeah, so I'd love for him. And I, I do believe he is a very good player. And I do believe he still has Absolutely. more. Hold on. Absolutely. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you're right. He can't be leaned on, at least not right now. Uh, Reyna, in my opinion, is naturally more gifted. So if you're going to lean on anybody, you lean on Reyna. But he's also too young for that, too. You have to wait for the minigame role. So our players are about to get more mature. And more players are coming through the pipeline. I'm still hoping Pulisic was just the first, and there's more coming. I think there are more coming, I hope. Right, um, right. So the whole, like, the the, the, the bear halter, now going back a little bit to bear halter, which leads to a couple of my other questions here, is bear halter's roster selection was weird. It was weird. And I, 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 all his surprises failed. Uh, you know, like, like, I look at this game and I think, would Ricardo Pepe have been more effective? Now, I'm not saying he would have been. I mean... But Haji Wright has been incredibly ineffective. He was asked the entire tournament. I'm sorry, he was. <laughs> um, Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris called in over Paul Areola. Total ass. Why but, wasn't Paul Areola? Come on, Paul Areola is the is the savior. I'm not no. saying he's the savior. I'm not saying he's the savior. But I'm wondering. There's no Jordan Pifak. There's no. There's no Ricardo Pepe. There's no Paul Areola. There's no Malik Tillman. All these players he didn't bring, he brought these other more surprising players. Hold on. And I think to myself, all the replacements he brought in were, to, were, were the exact same failures we assumed they were going to be. So, like, I don't get all of his surprising choices didn't work. I'm not blaming the whole World Cup loss on that. I'm just saying this is an example of why Bearhalter pisses people off. And, and, he, and he's not proven to be right. Like, like I... man, man, how about this game had Jordan Pifak? And we're kicking balls in the box all the time. Maybe that would have worked. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I, okay, I don't. Leads, I don't agree. Okay. I mean, obviously, I can't. I can't leads, prove it. Can't prove a negative. Leads, then this leads to my question: Does Bearhalter stay on to twenty twenty six? Uh, yes. <laughs> really? I don't know. I'm fine. I, no, are, I think. I president. think. I think the larger the larger answer is that you know there is a thing about multiple World Cup cycles that doesn't usually go well. So oh, Tom is saying Tom no is like, in all caps. It's with the Darth Vader. It's with the Darth no. Vader. No. 
please no. I please no, please no. Okay. I think he he if if this wasn't a thing, if this was not if the you know, I think the numbers the numbers don't lie, coats don't do well in multiple cycles. So that's definitely that's definitely an important thing. And the other question that nobody ever seems to want to answer, like, who do you get? Like, who are the people? Who are all these, you know, people are like, oh, we have an inferior coach. Everybody. This is like the thing on Twitter. We are, yeah, we have this, we have this incredible me. talent that's being held back by our nepotism oh, guy. Who but are these go. people? Who are There's all these? Literally what? after today, if Louis Van Hal successfully gets rid of his cancer or whatever, I, I, let's get Louis Van Hal. Louis Van Hal wants to get wants the job. Why not? He talked. They asked him at best of the press conference. He wants to go to Africa. And he wants to go to Belgium and stuff. He laughed. He's like, if my wife wants to go there, we'll go. Maybe his wife likes. I mean, Miami. he I is an oh, he is an old he's an old old man. I know. I'm not um, saying Louis Van Hal, but I'm saying it's not. There, you're not going to. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to pretend that Greg Berhalter is all we can get. <laughs> Come on, with that we can no, get. No, but coaches. like Osorio. Osorio. I'm not. I'm not into Hugo Perez. I don't know I'm who Macho. Who's Matarazzo? Pellegrino Matarazzo. Pellegrino Matarazzo is what you say. I have. I mean, we're not gonna. I. I have. A, I can. I. I have. I think these are are all possibilities, but I don't think. I don't think this, either. I don't think any of these are obvious upgrades. Well, I, what I'm saying is this. Okay. So anyway, we get a new coach, or we keep it. If you're saying no, but maybe Greg is building something, which leads to my other questions. What are the things we still need to develop? One, set pieces. Two, scoring goals. Uh, those are the, the, the figuring out goals, like being more an attacking team. I also, like the old guard of the U.S. were good at set pieces. They were defensive and they countered. We yeah, lost they, all of those skills. They were good on the, set pieces because they were not good at anything else. Exactly. So why yeah. did we lose that? To like, What I'm saying is we take all the old crap and we, we, we sprinkle it. We sprinkle like a pinch of salt. We sprinkle it right back on this current team, you know. <laughs> Let them keep so so like for a team like the United States, we ain't Brazil. Okay, we're the United States. When we get right. set pieces, remember the Icelandic team of Euro twenty sixteen, how, how how valuable their throw-ins were. All their goals came off throw-ins. They just okay. took every little opportunity they had and got real value out of it. I As guess team, I just we don't need that. We need to develop. I just don't think. I think those are. I think those are. Uh, uh... You know, those are that's those are underdog those are underdog strategies. I think we are underdog. Not to say not to say that the team couldn't improve on set pieces and so on and so on, but I think that's a real, I think that's a real uh, accomplishment of this of this group okay. that they have been a they they have been a playing a a. a okay, so Bjorn is the coach. Go for now. it. Now, what do you what do you what do you build on? What do you work on top of it? What what do you build on? If it's not set pieces, what do you build on? I think I think whoever the coach is, I think this is a good. The team is going in a good direction. I think there's nothing. I don't think I'm. I'm not thinking burn it all down. I think, you know, this is a young team. The players are going to be the players. I think the midfield has been great. Hopefully, a number nine will emerge. You know, the play. I don't think. I think the the player pool is also the player pool. There's it's still a little shallow. You could see on this squad, like after thirteen, fourteen, it gets right. a little thin. I think. Right. Uh, I think DeAndre Yedlin. Like DeAndre Yedlin had a great game. Had a great game off the bench. Um, yeah. Sounds like you're saying Bearhalter needs to continue, right? Just 
keep going. I'm not. I think again, like I said, I think this the multiple World Cup cycle curse is a th- is a thing. So I think I could also understand if people want to make a change. I could understand if he also is like, okay, enough of this. I've taken I've taken so much crap. Right. Uh, so I don't. I could see this happening, but I think if he if he I think he also I could also see him staying. Yeah, I don't think I certainly. Don't think he's deserved to be. He deserves to be fired, or like this is an obvious like uh, uh, he did. He was terrible. Let's bring somebody else. I don't know. I I think if I was in charge, I would see who are the alternatives. Who else can I get? Um, well, here, uh, and no honestly, coach. No coach is no coach is perfect. Most people. Uh, I mean, I have I have beef with Hansi Flip. Mexicans never want to see Tata Martino again. Who. You know, Americans don't great. want to see Greg again. I think the most realistic replacement is Jim Curtin. Uh, Jim Curtin. he's the hot right. coach, MLS coach. He has had more success than Berhalter, although he hasn't really won anything. He won a supporter shield and finalist. He's done, like, the whole thing with Greg was, like, he's done so much with so little. It's like, yeah, those Columbus crew teams are good, but then the minute he left, Caleb Porter took them and won MLS Cup with them that next year. So, so it was like, oh, it's just like, oh, well, Greg couldn't do that. Uh, I'm not saying Caleb Porter, even though I do like Caleb Porter. Oh but, my but, God, but please someone no. who's, yeah. I believe, like, there's two schools of thought. Maybe get yourself a Carlo Ancelotti. Say Herdman came from Canada. Nah, Herdman from I'm not Canada. I mean, I'm not into Herdman. Yeah. I think these uh, are all, no, I think these are all fine suggestions, but I don't, it's not. A, in yourself, like, what, that's, what's his face? That's Jim Curtin. Uh, uh, of course, everyone wants Jesse March. But Jesse March is busy. He, Let him do his thing. Pellegrino Montarazzo is available. I'd be open to that. Pellegrino Montarazzo was a good coach who coached at a high maybe, level. Yeah. He was very flexible. He wasn't hard-headed and cared about his talent. He was flexible. If and maybe Cur- we need, maybe as the national team, we just need a man manager who's just kind of like a John Herdman from Canada, who's just like, Mahin, good, like just make sure they're in good shape and, and set up to succeed without trying to be freaking Pep Guardiola all the time. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, yeah, again, I don't subscribe to that theory that there was too much system or whatever. I think that, I think the team looked good. I think they did, they, they uh, did play well together. They had a, they had an approach that worked for them for a lot of this. And this is, yeah, here, Tom is saying, please no MLS coach is someone with international experience. I think if you pick Jim Curtin, he's going to face the same amount of skepticism where people say like, oh, what have you done? You, you're an MLS coach. I don't you're care about the skepticism. I care about the coaching. I don't know. Amer- I, like, I don't, you know, Amer- like. But I think what there are you is. Gonna, what are you going to get from a foreign coach? There is something to be said. There is something to be said for, uh, you know, especially the European-based players need to um, uh, buy in, you know, and need to need to respect and need to need to respect the coach and i think berhalt has done well he's got everybody he's got everybody on board and i think he's done and but he has some he had some european experience as a player so i think that is that's that's an important that isn't that can be an important thing just in terms of you know players respecting the coach and and then some some coaches have never played before it all depends i'm not saying that's what they have to do um my point is not obvious that there are all these people out there that are that are clearly going to be better. We'll see. You're you're saying the coach is a red herring, 
and there's not major changes need to happen. Just like I Jeremy, just need to keep doing what they're that's doing. That's what I, yeah, I do, I do think that. I think this is a young, this is still a very young team. They've done well for their inexperience. They've grown a lot. They're going to just continue to get better. There's going to be other people, uh, uh, hopefully rounding out the rounding out the pool. There's other people waiting in the wings, and so the team is just going to improve. And at the same time, it's also true there is still a little bit of a of a quality gap probably to the top the top euro players and berhalter also has ha, it's not like he was perfect he also has uh, uh things that he's learned and maybe and uh, i mean it's the same with hansi flick if like if he says oh i did everything perfect i would say no you need to, <laughs> you did not and no, the same not. with and the same uh, the same with greg if greg says everything's go uh, Tom says he got to go. Tom has got to. Well, Argentina, Australia is about to start. We all have to go. So yeah, let's. Go uh, uh, should we? All should I want to say is I want a two things. One, is an army texting you? You've been getting texts. I don't know. I should take. I, sh I need to. I need to turn off or these notifications. Oh, the whole I'm podcast. Sorry. Dig, dig, dig. I Let's apologize. Say, B, there is only one coach for the United States moving forward. And that coach is Jesus Hans Christ. Okay. Oh my Thinking god. Of you, our Lord and Savior, if Jesus Hans Christ can oh, come here. Here we in. go. Does H stand for Hans? I forgot. But anyway, it was right. a holy Jesus Holy Christ. Anyway, thank you, Tom. Coach. Appreciate it. Um who's gonna be uh, Australia's gonna win by four goals or three goals? Definitely three or four. Three or four. I'm thinking four. I think Australia four nothing. The strikes are coming in. You know what? Overall, we took a broken team and brought us back to the promised land and set us up set ourselves up for a good future so things are okay for the u.s for my fellow u.s fans things are okay okay all right oh, we've yeah. been the schitzel boys uh, <laughs> uh, uh we're on youtube catch some podcast when are we when are we coming back monday night back to the say, regular we, slot we have all our teams are out all our teams are out we're back to neutral observers <laughs> it's, uh, MLS, it's all mls preview Sorry, <laughs> We're going to spend an hour talking about the expansion draft and the LA Galaxy suspension and all that stuff. All that, all that good stuff. All right. We'll see you back on Monday then, yeah? All right. All right. Tschüss. Tschüss. Tschüss, everybody. Montag. Monday.